that are coming up. But the only thing is, and eventually they are going to have to do something to flip some of these guys. I'm not so sure if any of them are necessarily uh, like top six guys, maybe maybe top six at best. But, uh, you know, at a certain point, like you mentioned, I, I, I think that they need an elite goal scorer, somebody like somebody with top three, top six minimum potential. You know what I mean? As a scorer. No, and I absolutely agree. And unfortunately, and this kind of goes back to my other uh, point with this team entering the season, is the fact that we have so much tied up in terms of money in uh, Jake Voracek, James Van Riemsdyk, and the captain. Now, Jake Voracek's play has been a little bit more consistent this season. He's definitely putting up the points. James Van Riemsdyk went off the other night. Uh, he seems to be putting the puck in the net. And then finally, uh, Claude Giroux finally got his first goal of the season, but he's also got, yeah, he got nine assists. He got pissed off in that game. He, yes, he did. So, But, you know, the Flyers are really right now, until they decide it's time to move off of those major contracts, the only thing they got to play with on the table is is their prospects and their potential depth. And other teams know that. So, well, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't necessarily go there because I think when you say it like that, it makes it sound like it would be like addition by subtraction, losing Drew Borjak or Ben Riemsdyk. I mean, those those, still, those are still your top like your top three guys, pretty much. Obviously, Sean Couturier is there, but right now with him out, yeah, I, those are the guys you're relying on. That's the heart and soul of this team. I, I know we love we love our prospects, but you need a veteran presence. Uh, that you have in those guys, and not just veteran like Sean Couturier because he's a vet, but he's still a pretty young player. Drew's been around for quite a while, so yeah. guys like him and Voracek, I, I think, are good to have. And you can get good, really good players and add them to Claude Giroux and Jake Voracek. You don't necessarily have to give them up to become a better team. Oh no, I concur, and I agree with you one hundred percent. And I always kind of favored a phased out process in terms of getting rid of some of those bigger contracts. Uh, you know, you, you're not going to, as you said, uh, add by subtracting because you don't want to do that. But, you know, Kyle, at a certain point, you, and you know it as well as I do, this town and maybe on the Flyers, it's a little bit easier because there's only really a hardcore little bit of a fan base that kind of follows them. But at a certain point, you know, they're going to start clamoring. Listen, you got all these prospects, but yet the parent club, I mean, that's that's what doomed Ron Hextall is he wouldn't go out and make that that big move to kind of take us to another level. But at a certain point, they're going to want to know, hey, listen, it's time to go. Let's let's move some of these prospects for potential, you know, for some immediate help. So, and that's just the way it goes here in this town. Yeah, well, people people have been impatient. People have been yelling to Clay trade uh, Claude Giroux for years now. I, that, that's that's not anything that's uh, that, that's no. new or uh, exclusive to this season. But uh, yeah, I, I I'm kind of with you, man. I I love the prospects, but I. I think that they're definitely in need of uh, some, some top-end guys on the offensive side. No, I agree. And we have a huge series this weekend, a series that I'm definitely going to keep a close eye on. And it's the it's really far for me to say we have a huge series in hockey. But uh, the uh, the Islanders, they're going to be out there on the road, uh, back-to-back games. And that's another interesting point of this. They're playing tonight in New York and then tomorrow night. So back-to-back against the Islanders should tell a little bit more about this team. Uh, by Monday, um, you know, again, I'm not saying we're going to sell the farm if we lose both of them. I'm not going to say let's plan the parade if they win both of them. But um, I'm really interested to see uh, the game inside the game over these next two games. Yeah, well, the, the interesting thing about it right now is that the Islanders have not been playing uh, very well. Right. But they 
turn it on when they play against us. And they probably played their best hockey of the season last year. Every single time they played the Flyers. Uh, this one's probably going to be a test for us. And naturally, when things like that happen, there's some regression of the mean, and they're probably going to pot six goals on us tonight. So, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that, that's just how things work. Hockey's a strange sport. But, yeah, I'm, and I'm not sure if uh, you were following this development. It kind of happened about an hour ago. It looks like uh, Travis Konechny is going to be riding the pine tonight I see that. against the Islanders. So, uh, I think Sam Morin was leading the stretches today in practice. So, he's going to be at forward. And uh, I'm, that that's a massive message to send to your team when uh, <laughs> Travis Konechny, I believe, is the uh, leading point scorer on the Flyers right now. Yep. Um, yeah, he's, he's going to be sitting down against uh, a very, uh, you know, we, it's early in the season, but it's a pretty big matchup. And yeah, to sit Travis connecting like that is, uh, it's saying wake up, God, for sure. Now, what I haven't seen is whether this is a load management injury or a a performance issue. I, I have not seen what this move is about. Have you? Yeah, well, he was sitting on the bench with, the, he wasn't with the uh, other injured players, where, where the injured players usually are. Okay, so. so okay. Uh, but uh, Lavigneau, I think, is going to speak at 445, so that's when we'll get word. And uh, I'm not sure about Myers' status tonight either, so there well, be some things that we got to look out for. You're dealing with Myers and Couturier's injuries. Rib injuries are really tough in hockey to deal with. Yeah. They, they, oh, yeah. you got to be very careful with those. Because they can, you can go back to day zero. If you go, if you come back one day early, you can go back to day zero just like that on a rib injury. So they're really tough to deal with, and they're they're lingering injuries. I hate when I hate those injuries because they just last for upwards of six weeks. It's horrible. Uh, yep. Oh. Part, of, part of you makes you want to just be like, dude, like sit out like three or four because exactly. they take two. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just get back and be 100%, dude, because I, I can't bear to watch Couture in and out all season. That's the last thing we need. And then the other injury issue that, and, and we'll wrap this up, but the other injury issue that really kind of just gets me like, wow, Morgan Frost is out indefinitely with that shoulder problem. Um, the guy didn't even get in. I mean, he got in and went right out. So obviously yeah. the loss of him right now is – is affecting this these the forwards right now, obviously with him in Couturier. That's why Sam Morin is leading practice stretching because now we're down yet another another forward. So we are being tested. You're right. The death is being tested. Yeah, 100%. And there was a, there was an opportunity for the Flyers, uh, I think, about a week ago. Now, not that I really expected Chuck Fletcher to make the move, but Pierre-Luc Dubois on yep. the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets was – made available when him and Tortorella pretty much uh, decided they hated each other or Tortorella decided they hated him. But, uh, man, I know, I know I'm getting off topic here, but if we would have added Pierre-Luc Dubois and then you have Couturier, Hayes, and uh, PLD, three uh, great forechecking offensemen down the middle, that would uh, just be beautiful for this team. But I know it's, it's, it's a thing of the past now. But, yeah, I, Morgan Frost, that, that one stings uh, – a little bit more than it should just because he's a young guy. I was really excited to see him get an opportunity this year. I knew he probably would. It would have been because of an injury. Ideally, not the Sean Couturier, but I thought uh, I, I thought I was really excited to see him step up this season and get a shot with the uh, on the on the top two lines there. But yeah, that that one's brutal because a young kid when he's uh, in this kind of stage of his development, it's tough to see him miss some time like that. It absolutely is, and thankfully, it is just. Game eight, and we have a whole nother three months to hopefully get right. And you're right, Kyle. It's all about when you get into the dance. And I don't have any doubt the Flyers will be left standing in the playoffs when it's all said and done with. 
And it's really about what they look like in, well, I guess this year would be May uh, versus how they look here in January. So you're right. Yeah, and I, I mean, look, it's, it's going to be tough. This division is, uh, I know everybody's not necessarily playing their best right now, but this is this is how the season's going to go. Teams aren't going to hit their stride, really, uh, for probably maybe, you know, another week or so. So it's, it's definitely going to be fun, man. And these, these back-to-back division games, are, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're nerve-wracking. They're, they're going to be tough, and they're going to be even harder as the season goes on. Right, and I think injuries are going to be something that everybody's dealing with across the league because, as you said, you're playing rivalry games back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, and you're playing yeah. – every every team you play is basically a rival, the, you know, a hardcore rival, a divisional rival, and that's all you're playing. So, yep, and then you're going to be pretty much well, – I guess uh, they open it up in the playoffs, right? So they'll – uh, whatever, I'm getting, getting a little ahead of myself here. <laughs> well, no, actually, so, so the playoffs will be the, the, the standard four rounds, but the first two rounds are going to be interdivisional playoff rounds. They're going to uh, – so, so we're still uh, – Yeah, okay. yeah, because uh, the top four teams per division will make the playoffs, and then those four right. teams will play each other, and then there'll be a, like a division winner, and then that's when they'll play the other divisions. So, I'm yeah, the top four here could end up getting tight, man. I mean, you got Boston – you have Pittsburgh, Washington's playing pretty well. You got us. I mean, that, that would probably be my four, but, you know, the Rangers could get hot at any minute. The Islanders, yeah. you know, I mean, it's going to be tight, man. Gonna, actually, I would probably put the Islanders in over Pittsburgh. I know they're, I don't know, Pittsburgh, I think they're phonies. Yeah, no, Pittsburgh is, so Pittsburgh, the Capitals and the Bruins, and all, in my opinion, are, are, are trending downwards. Their, their time is over. Yeah, the Capitals, it's like, they're winning right now, but, they're, they're so old. I yeah. think time's going to catch up with them. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100. Uh, you can definitely see the drop off in Pittsburgh and Boston, in my opinion, right now. Yeah, and, definitely Boston. Yeah, and the the drop off with the Capitals is probably going to start coming becoming more distinctive maybe next season. But uh, their yeah. time their time is over. It's the Islanders. It's the Flyers. Um, it's the Devils that are rising. It's it, it's 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 teams like that, and then I'll go outside in the more in the more yeah. traditional. You know, it's, it's it's those younger teams that are the Canadians. They're they're the new beasts of the East, in my opinion. Yeah, I still think the Devils and Rangers could possibly be another year oh, yeah. away from being real contenders. The Devil, the Devils, definitely. Um, but yeah, I, the teams that really scare me were, are all outside of the division. I mean, you look at probably Las Vegas, Colorado, Dallas, yeah. teams like that. Yeah, we won't. You know, and that's another thing. We're not going to see any teams from outside that division until the third round of the playoffs in May. Yeah. So that's adds another whole wrinkle to this this season. So then oh so then uh we'd be able to uh do they the West do the two uh, I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna go deep into the rounds because they don't have the two conferences anymore, right? Right. For so the Stanley Cup. So how would they determine which two okay. sides, you know from what I understand it to be that once we establish the four actual playoff division winners, like once they play the interdivisional two rounds and you got one team coming out of that division as the winner, then it'll be reseeded based on record. So you uh, could have potentially a Florida Panther versus Flyer Stanley Cup final. You could have geez. that. Oh, <laughs> you could then have something asterisk, like that. The asterisk people are going to go nuts. Matt. Right. And then you could have the Flyers playing the Vancouver Canucks in the, in the conference finals and then they play, you know, it, it could get really hokey like that. 
Hey, I'll tell you what. I'd love for the Flyers to play the Vancouver Canucks and then the Florida Panthers. I think we'd easily win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> That's a good point. But you're right. The asterisk people are going to go nuts uh, this summer with the NHL. <laughs> Uh, maybe that maybe they'll make him put the plate on the cup this year with an asterisk next to everybody's name. I don't know, but, <laughs> but all right, Kyle. Listen, before I let you go, man, uh, you know you came on last week. You guys did a uh, did a pod. Are, are we are we expecting a pod here on Monday night from you guys? Um, we just did one last week when they hired Sirianni. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to do a whole pod on just the press conference, but uh, you might. The, the page is definitely going to be posting some content, you know, about the Eagles, other stuff. We're always updating it with uh, other things, but we'll uh, we'll keep everybody posted on, on when the next Birds IQ goes live. It'll probably be sometime a little bit after the Super Bowl, I would imagine. Outstanding! And oh, by the way, you mentioned the Super Bowl, Kyle. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna float a theory at you. I'm gonna float two theories at you, and I want your opinions on both of them. Here's the first oh. theory. Uh, Tampa Bay beats Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Kansas City, and uh, the hell was I thinking? Um, they beat Kansas City. Tom they Brady gets Cincinnati. Yeah, there we go. Tom Brady gets carried off the field, a la Rudy, and then retires. Oh Jesus! Does that happen? Does that happen? I don't know. I hope not, dude. But, I, don't want to see, I mean, you know what? If it means Tom Brady retires, please. Just, uh, I'm sick of the guy. If he, if he, if, he, if it, this Super Bowl means that he is done, then um, I, honestly, I think I'd sign up. For that. I, I think it happens. I think he's going to take a page out of Peyton's book. They'll win the Super Bowl, and then that's he's going to announce his retirement like a week later. I mean, what else you know, does the guy have to do, Kyle? Six Super Bowl championships at that point? Does he need any? Is he going to try to fill up both have, hands? He would have, he would have seven. Oh, that's that right, point. seven. Yes, seven. So he would have more than any single franchise has. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, right now he doesn't need to do more. He has as many Super Bowls as the most by any franchise in the league. Yeah, I mean, he's Tom Brady. He's the greatest of all time. I'm just so sick of seeing the dude's face. So he doesn't. It doesn't look like he's getting old. It's, no. it's unbelievable to me. But I'll tell you what. I, I really think Kansas City is. I think their offense is unstoppable. Right. So and, I think they'll win. And here's my second theory, and I, I, I mentioned it earlier today on another show. If the Kansas City Chiefs, which I think they will, win, does the Andy Reid era, does his time in Philadelphia become a footnote to that man's coaching career? Probably not, not to him. But to the rest think. of the NFL? Maybe. Not, not to Eagles fans, I don't think. Uh, which is really kind of, you know, I, I don't really care about what how other people remember him. I, I think he'll always be remembered as Eagles head coach, the greatest we've ever had, and great head coach in Kansas City. Everyone's always going to root for the guy, I think. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that necessarily. And did we make a mistake by firing Andy Reid? No, no. I, I, I mean, this is like a, it's a case of, you know, we, we both had to move on. Yep. Like, like, you'd be kidding yourself if you didn't fire Andy Reid after that season. Yep. I mean, he was just—he's gone completely off the rails. Juan Castillo as the def- as the defensive coordinator. I mean, he totally lost the locker room. Yeah, it, it was time. It was time for Andy to go. I mean, it's, things like that just just happen, and it's good for both parties usually. And it was in this case. Absolutely, Kyle. That is why you come on here regularly because you provide the most down to earth, on point insight of any person on the planet. So I want to thank you again for taking some time out of your day to come on and talk to me. Listen, I hope it doesn't snow a lot, but Kyle, if it does, please stay safe and we will talk to you real soon. Okay, man.
Um, all good, man. I'm not, uh, not working for the next few days, so I'm going to be hunkered down. Oh, yeah. So is the, are you guys all going to go remote if you guys get Blizzard in? How's that going to work? For... Oh, uh, oh, actually, well, I am in tomorrow, but the snow's not coming until tomorrow night. Right. right. So uh, I have no idea how they're going to handle it during the week. Uh, I will say not my problem. Okay, Kyle, you just, I just I just remembered one other thing that I want to ask you about. Then I'll let you go. I promise. I'm sorry, yep. but I heard this drop on your radio station the other day. What exactly? And maybe you can't. If you can't tell me, that's fine. But what exactly are the 94 WIP awards? Oh, I I actually have no idea. I honestly have no clue. They dropped it. <laughs> saw- it was just that. That's all. Be ready for the 94. The awards. I'm like, what, what is I that? Saw, yeah, I saw the promo come up on the, uh, on my board, and I said the WIP awards, huh? And then I heard it, and it said the WIP awards coming uh-huh. soon. Coming soon is all they said. Yeah, it doesn't uh, give us too much information to go on, so I, I admittedly don't know a thing about it. Okay, well, that's something I guess I got to listen out for. But uh, and I, I yeah. from time to time, I tune in the 94 WIP. So, every right. now and then. Yeah, every now and then. I don't make it a habit. All right, Kyle. Listen, brother, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you real soon, okay, man? All right, big guy. Take it easy. All right, man. So, Kyle Quinn, as you heard, very insightful. As always, Kyle always brings a very uh, unique brand of detail, knowledge, uh, and, yeah, experience. I know he's a younger guy, but the guy knows his stuff. And uh, always a pleasure talking to Kyle. Always a pleasure to get Kyle's word about what's happening. And how he kind of views things about Nick Sirianni and, of course, the Flyers as we move through eight games of the National Hockey season. Listen, for those of you who are going to be in Delaware Valley or in the Delaware Valley over the weekend, if we get hit hard, listen, hunker down, stay safe, enjoy the snow, especially over those first couple days when it's brand new and clean. I love it, all right? Go out and enjoy it. Take the kids' sleds. Go hop cars for those of you who know that reference. Um, all right, maybe not. Maybe don't do that. But research what hopping cars is and you know uh, something we should do is good. All right, listen, I will talk to you guys on. Actually, I'll talk to you guys on Monday night. I got another special guest coming on. Uh, we're going to sit down. We're going to hash out some more Flyers talk. Matt Steer is coming back to talk to me. So tune back in for that one. It'll be on Monday night. Probably drop late Monday night. We're not doing it till later. So, looking forward to talking to Matt. I will talk to you guys later. Take care.